Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Happy Monday. Mockers. Mock Draft Monday here on Purple Daily. Mackie, Judd, Declan producing. I want to mock. mock. We, we actually have a couple things on today's show. So we're going to dive into Mock Draft Monday and uh, another very credible mock with a very interesting idea for the Vikings in the first round. And in case you're sick of us speculating, mm-hmm. sometimes recklessly, right. about the Vikings trading Kirk Cousins, we're going to stop doing that. Okay. It's and about time. Yeah, thank you. And we're going to let Tired a of it all. prominent national NFL insider do it instead. Wait, there's an insider episode. that's doing it? So one that's like one of the most plugged in guys in the world is suggesting a trade like this? A Mount Rushmore of football insiders. Wow. With some Kirk Cousins well, hold, trade space. I wonder why someone would do that. Hold on a second. So we're, we're potentially going to upset the Kirk stands again? Listen, however it lands with them is out of our control. We're We're just here to have fun and speculate on the most important influential position and highly paid in all of professional sports. We're talking to Kirk's number one fan, too. He's he's one of the three people on the screen right now, okay? (laughs) Mackie. (laughs) I think he took the thing off the... The hat and resigned his position. No, I've still got the number. number, I've got the number two Creed fan uh, hat still down the hallway. So we can do that. But let's first cheers to really off football off season that's going to be full of fun stuff the next month. A Corona hard seltzer sounds pretty, pretty, pretty good. Oh, you could say uh, this weekend was there was many Corona hard seltzers were consumed. In fact, there was even a additional show. Ventline returned on Sunday. Check the Purple Daily Podcast feed. Nice. And our guy, Paul Fritz Skoll, who won our first... I, I'm, I'm trying to be Diet Tony Reality here and make this almost an around-the-horn kind of show, picking a winner and giving him 30 seconds, you know, to to, to tip his cap. Well, Paul Fritz Skoll cracked a Corona Hard Seltzer and gave his final 60-second takes. That's what Corona oh, Hard you're Seltzer doing does. Oh, fa- you're doing FaceTime at the end of yes. that line. Yes, I I, I, I'm giving them the full screen. What's they the Corona Hard Seltzer. Your pride. There's, there's no pride. <laughs> Are you going to send you them, know? you know... A prize, fifty bucks or something. Uh, the, the prize is my presence. That's that's the presence. Oh, you know, okay. that's kind of like right. how I like yeah. to go there. Because Corona Hard yeah. Seltzer is the only hard seltzer made with pure beach vibes. The only hard it, it has a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, ninety calories, and is gluten free. 
Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spiked sparkling water with natural flavors. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. I want a mock. Mock. Gentlemen, we go to thedraftscout.com for this Mock Draft Monday. And a couple of notes here, okay? Number one, Matt Miller, who is the head of thedraftscout.com, just got hired. He's been with Bleach Report, thedraftscout.com for, I think, like two decades. Yep. ESPN just hired him last week. Oh, nice. So he was on Get Up This Morning, spewing draft takes. I don't know if that's... So they've got three draft experts now, from what I can tell, right? You got you got Kuyper McShay and, and Matt Miller. Does this mean that are we in the experts. last year of the contract for Mel Kuyper? They're bringing a, is Mel going to retire here at some point? I don't know why you'd hire Matt Miller if you... I wonder if Mel's going to get out. Restructure down the road? I mean, he's not a young man. We'll Been see. doing this forever. So so uh, he's got a mock draft that just came out a few days ago, just before the weekend started, and we're going to go through it here in just a moment. But what we do on Mock Draft Monday and Midweek Mock is we make a running tally of the mocks that we bring into our Purple Daily ecosystem, a running tally of who these mocks have going to the Vikings. And so far... Uh, the one that has the most is Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive tackle, or could be a guard from USC. We had three mocks with Elijah Vera Tucker, and then two mocks with Christian Barmore, the defensive lineman from Alabama, and then a bunch, obviously, with uh, with players who've only been selected once. So Trevor Lawrence from the Jaguars. Should I pop this up, by the way? Sure. Just for fun? Absolutely. Just so the uh, the YouTubers can see this, too? Let me, uh, let me see here. See if I can figure out technology on the fly. All right, so here it is. This is, by the way, this is post-Carson Wentz trade is the idea here. Okay. Trevor Lawrence going number one to the Jaguars, obviously. Zach Wilson going number two to the Jets. Jamar Chase going number three to the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. First wide receiver off the board. Mm -hmm. Then Justin Fields to the Falcons at four. So three quarterbacks in the first four picks. Offensive tackle Panay Sewell from Oregon going fifth to the Bengals. That seems to be a lock in most mock drafts at this oh, point. Oh, wow. Look at oh, and then they, they do it again? And then the Eagles taking Trey Lance from NDSU. <laughs> they're not. Wow. No, they're not. No, no, no. They've got their quarterback. They're not going to take Trey Lance at six. Yeah, would they want to take another NDSU take guy? If nothing, they're not going to. No way. Seriously, this is ridiculous. I think Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. And yeah, why would you take Trey Lance at six? Come on. Well, as he says here, if you aren't sure your guy at quarterback is the guy, you better make a move to improve the position. The new Eagles head coaching staff is not tied to Jalen Hurts, and Howie Roseman is tied to no one, it seems. this <laughs> That's a shot right there. Uh, this wouldn't be my pick. I'd give Hurts a year and add Devontae Smith, but this pick has a ton of buzz right now. So he's okay, he's right. having conversations here. All okay? right, all right, all right. Devontae like Smith falling to the Lions yeah. at seven, meaning he'll be a bust. Um, the Panthers taking Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. Now we're going to scroll down here and get toward the Vikings. All right. At pick number 14. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. I want a mock. Okay, let's read this. And see what, what we got here. A pure best player available pick, and why not load up on wide receivers after seeing what Tampa Bay's corpse did to the Green Bay Packers defense? Waddle is a major home run threat and can line up either in the slot or split out wide. Sound familiar? Justin Jefferson? To make sure Justin Jefferson doesn't see double teams and the box never gets oh. loaded for Dalvin Cook. So, oh boy. this is interesting. Uh, and this is this isn't just like some rando doing this. This is Matt Miller is a legit professional mocker here who yep. now works for ESPN. Yeah. If the Vikings landed Jalen Waddle from Alabama with the 14th pick, how would you guys feel? Let's dive into this. I would feel very good about it. And here's the so here's the question: If this is, and it very well might be, 
the old cliche, the best available player, right? Like if this is the best available player, and you can now go to to do a callback from 1998, three deep. You're now going three deep, and you are giving your offense every chance in the world, including your QB, to succeed. I love it, and it might not address an immediate need, and it might be more of a long-term move than a short-term move, but all of that being said, think about in 2021, the potential explosiveness that that would give your team. Now, do I think the Vikings would do that? I'm very torn there. I'm very torn there because it would basically fly in, in the face of what the coach ordinarily wants to do. But do I think it'd be intriguing? Absolutely. Here's the most intriguing part about it. According to this mock draft, Elijah Vera Tucker is still on the board when the Vikings draft. Right. So they'd be they'd literally be staring at 14. They'd it'd be like a perfect scenario of if you want to if you want to take a good offense and make it great, you need a left guard, maybe even more than just a left guard, but you for sure need a left guard. Yes. And you probably need another weapon to 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 really like so your number 3 receiver isn't Declan's guy, Chad Beebe. <laughs> Good riddance. If you had an wow. actual dude at that position, right? So better. Yep. And the Vikings in this scenario will be taking the skill position flashy car instead of the meat and potatoes, but, scoop of vegetables, right? Yeah. But, but, I mean, you're talking potentially about about setting yourself up offensively to, if this is done right, be damn near unstoppable. Now, the question is, does that come in 2021 then, and does it actually help the current coach? My response is, I almost don't care. Like, I am not, again, this show is never from from basically six months back now. This show is never again going to say, you got to fill this need right now because I want this team to be good. This show will say, how do you build up a personnel and roster that can win a Super Bowl, right? So if Zim gets blown out, that's fine. But if you have J.J., Waddle, Thielen, Cook, Irv Smith oh my God. Jr., Dude. and you can ev- and you can eventually address the line to get it strong. You make a move now to get a left guard. You know, next year, you make a different move. But think about the potential there. And if you do bring in that QB, think about that. So, so let's say it's not Kirk. That's fine. Yeah. So he- here's another way to look at this thing, all right? So... You've got limited resources to to bring the Vikings from a seven and nine record back to, well, for sure you got to get to like ten and six, eleven and five bare minimum. But we're, we're talking Super Bowl, so really more like eleven and five bare minimum if you want to give yourself a chance to play some home games and to really make a run. Right? The Vikings' offense was good last year. It wasn't great. I think a lot of people are equating. Well, they were fourth in yards, and therefore it was a great offense. Well, they were eleventh in points. They were eighth in DVOA. It was a good unit. They scored a lot of points in the second half. Uh, But whether it's metrics or whether it's the eye test, the Vikings offense objectively was nowhere near the level of Kansas City, Buffalo, or what Tampa Bay's offense turned into in December and January. The best offenses in the NFL are much more pass-heavy. They can throw haymakers on a more regular basis. And statistically... They are much higher than 11th in points per game yes. and 8th in DVO. And DVOA, by the way, Football Outsiders, when we reference that, it's a, it's sort of an all-encompassing. It takes into context garbage time, opponent quality, home road, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, like, we can sit here and say if, if, if the bar is make the playoffs, great. Like, fringe top 10 offense and get the defense back to respectability. That'll get you back to the playoffs. But the mission statement of this show, as Judd said, is Super Bowl. And so I'd like to see that points per game go from 11th to, like, third. Yes. And I'd like to see the DVOA go from 8th to, like, second or third. Mm-hmm. And so I think the Vikings, with their resources, a, 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 you know, a first-round draft pick, if they can clear some free agency money, I think they have two paths. One of them is maybe you use a first round pick on a defensive player and you get maybe your goal is to get your defense from sort of bottom of the barrel last year back to a good defense. And then you got a good defense and a good offense. Neither one of them are great, but it's a good defense and a good offense and that should get you back to like 10 and 6 and back to the playoffs. What I would do is the other path. And it sounds like you might be in agreement with me. I would just go all in on offense with my resources, with my first round pick and with whatever chunk of money I can spend in free agency, I love the idea of a wide receiver in the first round if one falls to you, one of these Alabama dudes, for instance, or uh, or the LSU kid, and then a guard in free agency if you can. Mm-hmm. And then on the defensive side, hope that Daniil Hunter coming back, Michael Pierce basically being a free agent that you're adding to the mix this year, mm-hmm. and Mike Zimmer's coaching abilities, uh, that those things can just get the defense back to at least above average and better in, in third downs and red zones, I would go all in on offense with the resources. So I love I love the idea of a wide receiver in the first round. I think we might, maybe we agree on this. And you would go from being um, really damn good there to great, and that's how the game is played now, too. Like, you, you would be maximizing a position that is basically dictates games now. So it's not mm-hmm. like, let's get another backup to cook and let's run the ball some more, right? Like, this is a passing league now. It's based on passing. It's based on, on at your best, the ability to have a high-flying uh, tightrope act that works. Mm-hmm. And now if you go J.J., Waddle, Thielen, again, and now Cook becomes more uh, potentially valuable because now play action works even more. Like, what the hell are you going to do? You have three legitimate threats as receivers on the field consistently. Now, the key is, I, I think that um, fans of the Vikings are probably saying right now, yeah, but Judd, slow down, because that's not the system that Zim likes to run, and it's a lot of two-receiver, uh, one or two tight end sets, blah, blah, blah. My concern is not Zim now. Like, I'm, I'm moving past that. If he can win, great. But I don't think that he operates in a way across the board, especially his beliefs offensively, that necessarily are going to translate to a championship. So that's my point about I think the actual organization has to look bigger picture. And if Mike works, that's fine. And if he doesn't, that's fine, too. Because the next coach that you bring in, I guarantee you, is going to be an offensive coach. And if he looks and says, wow, that's great. You drafted defense again. It'll help, but it won't save your team. But if he gets here, Phil and Dex, and the components are as widespread as this possibly could be, think about the potential. Yeah, Dex, where are you at on this? I'm all Wide for, receiver first round. I'm all for getting a wide receiver. And in fact, uh, even a more reckless one got thrown out on vent line last night from one of our listeners. What if Kyle Pitts is still available at 14? Do you go two tight ends with Herb Smith and Kyle Pitts, who was one of the best tight ends in the college football last year? You know Kyle Rudolph's going to be moving on. You're moving on from Kyle Rudolph most likely here as a cap casualty. You go two dual awesome tight end sets 
and Herb Smith and Kyle Pitts. I'm more I'm more inclined to probably take the wide receiver because he's probably the the player that 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 helps out the offense more and elevates it to the next level. Yeah. But also, I'm all for taking a skill position player. Daniel Jeremiah basically said the same thing with us on Friday. You want to get all these skill position players, but then at the end of the day, everyone's like, "Well, we need a guard." Well, like the guard isn't what's going to take your offense over the top. Yeah, the guard. I think a lot of people think, "Oh, if you have a guard, then Chad Beebe becomes that superstar." Thir- then like everyone else gets better. <laughs> BC Johnson. You, yeah. You definitely need a guard, but like. If you just replace Dakota Dozier with a league average veteran guard who is just decent in pass protection, it would be a huge step forward and you wouldn't have to use your first, you know, your 14th overall pick to get that resource. So if you have a chance to draft another Justin Jefferson type and now all of a sudden Adam Thielen is your third best wide receiver and he's still like a top 15 to 20 wide receiver in the NFL, you become unguardable at those positions and Dalvin Cook probably has even more holes. Like if you've got two and three wide receiver sets of guys who are just unguardable and you have to worry if you're the the, the the defensive team and you have to put safeties over the top, right? Now Dalvin Cook all of a sudden, now you're, now you're throwing to set up the run for Dalvin Cook even within this system. You don't have to overhaul your system. You just become much more unguardable. Uh, so I think it sets everything up. And it's not to ignore left guard, but if one of these receivers falls, and you decide to take Elijah Vera Tucker because well we just gotta we gotta fix left. We gotta have a guard. Go find someone and better than Dakota Dozier if you have a chance to draft a stud with the 14th pick. And that guard better be damn good, like Pro Bowl good, not a well he's an improvement. Okay, if that's the case, like I just love how the Vikings and team say we draft the best player. We always draft the best player, which is nonsense. But I will tell you this, uh, one pick that might come back to bite them in the ass and get Spielman fired, Bradbury. Like, think about that pick. He's not even the best center from that draft, boys. Yeah, it, was a, it, was not, a, it was a pick for need. Yeah, It yep. was, but he wasn't that good, too. Like, he's okay, can run block, can't really pass block well, gets thrown backwards still, right? Yeah. So, like, if you're like, so if you get to pick 14 and are like, this is the best guard, I mean, he's good, right? He's good, guys, right? No. But my whole premise is based around this. I don't care about the coach. Like, he can complain all he wants. He can tell me this isn't fair. He can tell me, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to build the best team possible to win a championship. And it might not be under you, and it certainly might not be in 2021. And, Mike, I just don't care. Make the ingredients work. You know, think about with Baltimore. Baltimore for Baltimore won a Super Bowl with pocket-passing Joe Flacco, and it was more more of a traditional offense, right? Yep. And then eventually, Lamar Jackson became available, and it was like, all right, well, so he definitely uh, doesn't run the same offense as Joe Flacco. He has different <laughs> skill sets, but he's amazing. He's very skilled. He's got the biggest upside. So let's let's take this player that might not fit exactly what we've been doing and yep. just mold it around that player. And who said I will adjust? Jim Harbaugh. Correct. Well, John Harbaugh. Or John. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Jim, still no, wearing, no, Jim still said, wearing the same khakis. Jim said, as I'm going to Michigan. Ago. No, but I mean, he he said I will adjust. Yep. And that's what Mike. I in my mind, you either adjust or you're probably going to be gone. Yep. And really, like one final point on this, and then we'll get to the uh, the the as promised reckless speculation. Nobody wins a Super Bowl without being great at some aspect, right? And, and and usually that aspect has to be a passing game or a pass rush of some kind or, like, go back and look at all the Super Bowl winners. You're going to find very few that you were like, oh, that team was just, 
like pretty good, and they got hot. Like maybe a couple of those Giants teams, but even those Giants teams had great pass rush, and and then their offense got hot at the right time. What are the Vikings great at right now? I would argue nothing. I think they were great at defense and pass rush Second three years ago. Runs, they're fantastic. I have no idea they what you're talking about. They are. They're they're very good at running the football. Yeah. And they're good offensively, but don't mistake good for great. Great offensively is what you're seeing Tampa Bay the last eight games, Buffalo, Kansas City, etc. Mm-hmm. Can they get from good to great by adding another weapon and a guard? Maybe. And some scheme tweaks. Throw the ball a little bit more in, you know, in the first half. I got one thing to say. Three deep. Bring it back. 2.0. Three deep. The pollsters, print the pollsters now. Yeah, I like it. Golf USA's golf show sale is going on right now. 10,000 golf items discounted to the best prices of the year. Used equipment 50% off. Golf USA has brought their amazing golf show deals back to the store for the biggest sale of the year. Inventory is limited, so get in early for the best selection. Over 10,000 golf items discounted to the best prices of the year. All used equipment 50% off. Don't miss out. Head out right now to Golf USA's golf show sale. Golf USA in Eden Prairie at the corner of Prairie Center and Flying Cloud Drive. Um, so we've got we've got this Kirk Cousins thing that was floated today. But real quick, Wamatech, our friends at Wamatech, if you are listening or watching on a broken down phone, tablet, or laptop, uh, it might be time to break down and get a new one. You don't have to break the bank though, because Wamatech can help you guys out. They are a trusted supplier of pre-owned cell phones, tablets, and laptops here in the Twin Cities. They source pre-owned devices directly and pass the savings on to you. Buy, sell, trade in, whatever you need. Wamatech is a local company. They will take great care of you, and they are one of our partners. You can support us by supporting them. That's whamatech.com, W-A-M-A-T-E-K.com. And Federated Mutual Insurance Company, they've been helping business owners in the state of Minnesota for over 100 years, based in Owatonna. They are one of us as well, and they recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources How helpful would it be as a business owner if you had employee training at your fingertips, industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success? That's where Federated comes in. Federatedinsurance.com to find out more. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Reckless speculation. All right, you guys want this? Oh, I'm ready. Are you guys ready for this? I am so ready. Okay. I I don't know anymore, guys. I mean, none of this is going to happen, is it? We're just doing this for clicks. We're just making this stuff all up, bringing it out of thin air, all this Kirk Cousins discussion. These are discussions that clearly aren't happening behind the scenes at all in the NFL, right? None of this oh. ever happens, does Big it? Big leagues don't talk about this. <laughs> all right, give right. it to me. Lay it on me. Okay. I'm actually, I'm actually going to try and pull uh, Declan's little graphic here on the screen. I don't know if this is going to work or yeah, not. That's good. So, boom right there. Look at that. Look at you. Production. Look at Declan. Nice Amazing. work, boys. So, Peter King from Football Morning in America. He writes this this morning. This is Peter King, okay? This isn't NFLRumors.net. This isn't Judd's Wild Kirk Cousins Trade Dreams. Hey, man, those are successful, okay? They get clicks. (laughs) So, again, a warning. If you get triggered when we speculate about Kirk Cousins trades, your head is about to explode through the roof right now. Peter King prefaces by saying Houston is not only not interested in trading Deshaun Watson, but also not interested in listening to offers on him. At least two teams have given offers to Houston and have gotten zero feedback, like no reaction. No, we'll get back to you. Nothing. (laughs) So that's that's where we're starting here. 
And then he goes on to say that's actually the right thing to do if you're Houston right now is yes. just put a stone wall up and just like, hey, yes. if the teams just want to keep offering things, then eventually, you know, we'll... draft day trades. Yeah, exactly. well, and the exactly like the movie draft day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so then he goes on to speculate on about five or six different trades that he thinks would make sense, including this three way trade between the Niners, the Texans and the Vikings. This is centered on the premise that San Francisco would not want to rip apart a team in the future. It might be willing to take a lesser deal for a quarterback Shanahan has long admired. And also that Nick Cesario, the new GM of the Texans, in the heart of the draft room in 2014 when the Patriots made Garoppolo a second-round pick, would want to try again with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's a wing and a prayer, but it's fascinating to me. This is my proposal. The Vikings send Kirk Cousins to San Francisco. The Niners send Garoppolo to Houston. And, of course, he'd have to waive his no-trade, too. Yep. Just like Watson. And then the Texans send Watson to Minnesota. In return... The Niners send their first-round pick in 2021, their 12th overall pick, to Houston, and then that's it for them. So San Francisco would be trading Garoppolo and a one to Houston, and they'd be getting Kirk Cousins with two years left on that contract. They'd probably have to smooth it out, make it a three-year contract. Mm -hmm. The Vikings would send Anthony Barr and Alex Madison, plus their first-round picks in 2021 and 2023, and second-round picks in 2022 and 23 in exchange for Deshaun Watson's. Uh, so Houston's haul would be Garoppolo, two firsts this year, a first in 2023, and two second-round picks. This is what the Vikings would give up. So they'd get Deshaun Watson. Yep. They'd give up Kirk Cousins, yep. Anthony Barr, yep. Alex Madison, yep. this year's first, a first in 2023, and second round picks next year and in 2023. Your thoughts? Where this do is Peter King? By the way. Where do I sign the trade slip? Where is it? Where do I sign it? Because if I am Rick Spielman, reckless speculation. If I am the Wilfs, I am making this trade. You know what? I'm not even calling Zim. Okay, I'm not even calling Zim to consult. I'm calling him at his Kentucky home to tell him we have made a trade and Barr has gone to Houston. Seriously, this is one. I think I think it's close to being realistic. Like I don't think it's a lot. It is a lot. It's too much. I just want to say it's too much. I'll I don't tell you why. I don't think it's too much. And it's I, too much. It might be. I don't care. It's the exact type of trade that I would make in a second. I think it can be molded though. So here's the pro- here's the problem I have. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's Barr, Madison, two firsts, a second, uh, two firsts and two seconds mm-hmm. over the next three years, basically. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a really like that sounds within the framework of what we're talking about here. That three, they're three firsts. Or two firsts and a couple other picks. The San Francisco one. And then, uh, yep. Um, where I have a problem with it is the Vikings are also trading Kirk Cousins and not getting anything really back for him mm-hmm. in this deal. Like to me, the first, the two first, the two seconds, Barr and Madison, that's the price for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And then on the Kirk front, you're trading Kirk, and then that pick that you'd be getting back is going over to Houston. Yeah, three first then. Yep. So to me, like there has to be some sort of Kirk kickback, whether it's like a third round pick. Like I need some kickback here to some extent, but the framework here makes some sense. And this is the other thing, okay? By by trading Anthony Barr, I believe you're saving like seven and a half million dollars to the cap. The Kirk and Deshaun contracts kind of come close to washing out in terms of 
uh, cap hits. Uh, Deshaun's is actually less in 2022. And then skyrockets, yeah. And then it starts to go way up even more. Yes. But, but I think in the short term, this trade would also offer you some cap relief that you don't currently have, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So wait, so so if you if you were Rick and you got this phone call and this was the the one and only proposal yeah. and that was it. So I you can't know. smooth it out for me. <laughs> I tell you I'm gonna, go I'm negotiate. Go no and I tell you go bleep yourself. I'm hanging up. Here's the offer, yes or no. Are you telling me that you wouldn't say yes? I saw this exact scenario play out on an episode of Shark Tank last night on CM- oh, CNBC. See, that's because I'm a great others. rich mind. I mean, you should see my it was a mansion in St. Louis Park. In fact, it was a, it was a company that I was watching Shark Tank last night too. Okay, did Which you see? Did you see the, the the episode where the two short guys were? They had a t shirt or like a button up shirt company for short guys. Oh no, I did not see this. One. Five eight and under. Okay, just okay, like me. Though. Yeah, so it kind of piqued my interest. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. They came out with these like two long shirts. You know, if you're yeah. five eight and under, your shirts look like this, and it was like the cuffs go down past yeah. their fingers and stuff. Short guys okay, understand perhaps. how it works. Yeah. And they were pitching, hey, we want $150,000 for a 12% stake in the company. And Mark Cuban said, and there's Mark Cuban and Kevin were the two interested guys. And Mark Cuban said, here's my offer. I'll give you, you $50,000 more, but I want 25% of the company. And you have to say yes or no before Kevin offers you what he's going to offer you. I love this. Wow. I love what's going on here. See, Mark, awesome. Mark Cuban and I, I should buy the Wolves. But then the guy said, listen, we've come all this way to hear all of your proposals. We would like to hear Kevin's proposal. Mark Cuban says, then I'm out. Oh, yeah, it's charting. But then, but then, but then, but then they said, oh, Mark. Uh, and then they heard Kevin's proposal and they said, Mark, if you're still in, we're in. And Mark was like, all right, I'm in. Screw it. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, guys, can you float me a couple seventh round picks? I what just if, want a little kickback. Yeah. Are you doing pick, this pick, trade or not? You're trading Kirk Cousins to get Deshaun Watson. Yeah, but you're trading. That's the upgrade. But, but then you're trading. But no, but here's the trade. You're trading. You're trading. Four picks in the first two rounds. He's getting nothing back for And presents. a bar and bar and Madison yes. for Deshaun. Yes. And Kirk goes to the Niners for nothing. Correct. I'm saying, can we get a third here? Just okay. Float, float me a little, Would you do that? You're not answering the question. Would you do this trade? Yes. So Yeah. You do this trade. I mean, yeah. You're you... giving up a linebacker and a backup running back. Those are two expendable positions. Does this trade shipwreck your franchise? No. Shipwreck? No. Short term, I mean, like you're now it you handicaps you. Now, now you now you don't have a first round pick. Now you don't have a pick until the third round this year, and you don't have a first round pick in 2023 or a second round pick in 22 or 23. So you only have like two picks over the next three years in the first 60. Mm-hmm. I just think you have to be mindful of getting nothing back for Kirk. I don't. That's disa- all I'm saying. I don't disagree. Get but something you, back for Kirk. But you are potentially solving a, a QB problem for 10 years. It's true. Like it's the quarterback, it and is. and look, does this does this trade shipwreck your franchise with Zim as your head coach? Perhaps again, I don't care, um, because if I make this trade, Zim is either immediately gone or he's gone after twenty one, and then I'm bringing in an offensive guy. I mean, can you imagine the high flying team that if you had the right offensive minded coach in charge? With Jefferson, Thielen, a draft pick, let's say, again, as we discussed before, uh, Irv Smith, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and I think where you and I disagree there a little bit is 
you have zero faith that Zimmer can adapt at all. That he would. I it, don't see it. Yeah. That Pat Mahomes would be his quarterback, and he would just be calling like demanding more handoffs. He'd get right? frustrated by the fact you don't run more. Yes, that's how I feel. And I think that there's. I don't think he's ever going to be Andy Reid, and that he's just like his. He's calling passes for his backup quarterback on fourth down with the gate with a playoff game on the line. Yep. Uh, but I I do think if you gave Mike Zimmer a highly skilled top five quarterback that he trusted more he would take training wheels off that quarterback and the offensive system. That They'd still run their play-action-heavy, Kubiak-centric thing, yeah. but that they would skew it more toward big plays and throwing the football more often. But he doesn't trust Kirk, and he didn't trust Case. And he, and, and he didn't, didn't really, like Teddy. He didn't trust Teddy in his first two years, because and even this current version of so Teddy. Yeah, that's my point. But we'd all, we would all give up four, two first, two seconds. The, the bar thing is really like, Take that contract off the books. I almost feel like the the bar thing to Houston is less of like doing them a favor and maybe doing you a favor. Yes. So maybe I take it on the thing. Oh, but Zim would cry. That's you know what fine. he meant to my defense? That was my linebacker. <laughs> my linebacker. My linebacker. You're talking about my linebacker. Now he's gone. What am I going to do? Eric Wilson's so, gone. So what's going to so, happen? Are we going to? That's are, Peter King, though. That's Peter King. I love it. Are the are the Kirk stands who just hate it? When we bring up anything to do with him not being a Super Bowl quarterback, are you all going to infiltrate Kurt, uh, Peter King's timeline on Twitter? If you haven't already, call him a clickbaiter. So, so if if King comes up with that trade proposal, he knows something. And here's my guess: it's not Watson to the Vikings, which, as an extension of that trade, actually does make some sense. I think he knows what we've been talking about for months. I think everybody knows how infatuated Shanahan is with Cousins. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that has more to do probably with him having a knowledge of the fact that San Fran would love to move on from Garoppolo and that San Fran would love to get Cousins. I can almost my guess. guarantee you that the Vikings have received at least one offer on Kirk Cousins. I'm not reporting this. I'm just saying follow the smoke. Read the tea leaves. I think they've probably received offers, and it's just two things. A, it's up to them if they want to pull the trigger at some point. Yep. And B, it'll be interesting to see if it gets reported. Like once, once a team makes an like think about this: teams are offering trades for Matt Stafford. Teams are offering trades for potentially Jimmy Garoppolo. Like yep. non elite guys that are yeah. that are good and established. And Kirk is the best of that bunch, at least. From what we've seen at his best. Carson Wentz just got essentially an assured first round pick. Right. Back. A broken Carson Wentz. Yeah. So, yes. And so, you think you think teams them. aren't at least making offers and calling on Kirk Cousins? And I would be very curious if and when one of those offers gets leaked or becomes public from Adam Schefter or Peter King or whoever it may be, a Jay Glazer. At some point, you're going to see like Jay Glazer tweet the out. Glaze bomb. Oh, I heard that the. Panthers offered, and Teddy Bridgewater unfollowed the Panthers on Instagram over oh, the weekend. Oh, it's over too. there. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's done. done. That's done. So these are these are real things that are happening behind the scenes, and they manifest with guys like Peter King floating scenarios. They're not. They they can't report the full details, but they're but they're floating out scenarios. Love it. So, anyways, I am here for every here. bit of reckless speculation that we can get our hands on. Speculation. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily and Mock Draft Monday. Do you guys think the Vikings should consider drafting a wide receiver in the first round? 
and uh, having a three deep version 2.0. Hit us up in the YouTube comment sections on Purple Daily YouTube or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. All of us are active on uh, all three platforms. We'll see you guys later. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.